0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you this weekend as we join you from Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, where the Indians are wrapping up their season-opening road swing that took them to Texas to start the year. Nice series there for the Tribe, sweeping three straight from a team expected to be in contention for the American League West title. And then it was on to Arizona, where they opened up a series on Friday night against the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks winners by a score of seven to three in the series opener with game two of the series saturday evening at 8 10 cleveland time and then the series finale and road trip finale on sunday afternoon with a 4 10 first pitch and then the indians head home for the home opener first time home fans can see the american league champions back in town should be a great day tuesday afternoon with a first pitch time of 4 10 but get there early on tuesday if you were fortunate enough to grab tickets for opening day, the home opener, get there early. Some of the pregame festivities should be a lot of fun, and they will begin earlier, much earlier than at 410 first pitch time. Coming up on this week's show, we will hear from Tribe Starting pitcher Corey Kluber through the opener. Third time in three years that Kluber has been the starting pitcher on opening day for the indians we will also visit with abe almonte he had the game-winning rbi late in the opener on monday night in texas we'll hear from him as well as indians hitting coach ty van berklio talking about what has him excited about this year's tribe lineup and we will also check in with carter hawkins our weekly farm report but when we return we will begin with our first look at the week gone by that's all coming up as Tribe Talk gets rolling on the Cleveland Indians Radio Network. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow.
1: Picture it. Your car and home insurance are perfectly bundled. You're saving loads of money, and life is so much easier. You exist in a heightened state of easy-peasiness. Life is as easy as it is peasy. As peasy as it is easy.
0: Experience oneness. Bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive
1: Casualty Insurance Company affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. I like our backyard, but the lawn? Ugh. So I went to see Eric at our neighborhood Ace.
0: I told Nancy we had some of the best lawn care brands to whip her lawn into shape. Ace is a
1: place that makes you love your lawn again. And again. And again. And again. To shop online and to find the Ace Hardware in your neighborhood, visit AceHardware.com today. Today, you can access Ohio's number one care from home, work, or anywhere in between. With Cleveland Clinic's Express Care Online app, you can have a virtual visit right on your phone or tablet. In minutes, you can get a diagnosis for common illnesses, a prescription, or even have a follow-up appointment. It's access virtually anytime, virtually anywhere. Search the App Store for Express Care Online and find your way to the best care with an app download today. You'll be loving the Mickey D's Rock Box with two Big Mac sandwiches, two cheeseburgers, a 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, and four small fries. Plus, you'll get a two-for-one admission to the Rock Hall featuring the Class of 2017 Inductee Exhibit. That's a savings of $23.50. Rock and roll is here to stay, but the Rock Box isn't. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only, while supplies last. See Box for details.
0: Welcome back to Tribe Talk, everyone. We're at Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, where the Indians are taking on the Diamondbacks in an early interleague series for the Indians, one of the earliest interleague series that they have had, and they take on the Diamondbacks here this weekend. The Indians playing the National League West all season long in uh, some of the great home series that you can be a part of. This season at Progressive Field includes a mid-June series with the Los Angeles Dodgers. So make a note of that, check your schedules, and be on hand for a rare visit to Progressive Field by the Los Angeles Dodgers. Well, the season opened on Monday night in Texas. The Indians taking on the Texas Rangers, a team that finished last season with more wins than any other team in the American League. A disappointment in the postseason as they were bounced in the American League Division Series, three straight by the Blue Jays, but uh, figured to be a good series in Arlington, and indeed it was. Close games throughout, and it started on Monday night with Corey Kluber on the hill for the Indians, facing an old friend and Mike Napoli in the first inning. Kluber's
2: ready. Kluber delivers. A swing and a miss. He got Napoli to chase the high heat to end the inning. Kluber gets his first strikeout of the season. The two-out double does no damage. Indians Rangers scoreless after one.
0: Well, Texas would show some power and eventually work their way out to a 5-1 lead after three innings of play. But in the fourth, Jose Ramirez got his season off to a nice start. Here's his pitch. And it's swung on, and there's a high fly ball. This one hit to deep right center field. Way back there. Home run, Jose Ramirez. And the Indians are back on the scoreboard. Creeping closer now, Texas 5 and the Tribe 3. Home run number one for Jose Ramirez. Then it was Kluber beginning to settle down and after a a shaky beginning in the first three innings where the Rangers got to him for five runs, he settled in and he got the ball game through the sixth for the Tribe.
2: And Andrews swings and lines a bullet to left, Brantley right there to make the shoulder high catch. Goodness gracious, Elvis Andrews absolutely blistered that ball, but the inning is over and probably the night is over for Corey Kluber, but he... Despite the one bad inning, kept the Indians in this game and gave them six innings.
0: Indians added a run in the seventh on a U Darvish wild pitch. That made it a 5-4 ball game. And then in the eighth inning, the big free agent signing in the offseason, Edwin Encarnacion, came up big for the Tribe.
2: One ball, two strikes. Encarnacion digs back in there. And the 1-2 pitch. Swung on, hit high, hit deep to left, away out of here and gone. And we've got a 5-5 ball game. And Edwin Encarnacion with a little, some would call it a chicken wing, with the right arm flexed outward, or the parrot that he's carrying on that right arm, which ever you're a fan of, you call it whatever you want. But a, no doubt about it, blast to left as Edwin Encarnacion paying dividends in his Indians debut here tonight.
0: So it was a tie ball game at five. That meant Miller time in the bottom half of the eighth inning, and it was business as usual for Andrew Miller.
2: Now the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. Fastball away. And Miller strikes out to Roy and gets a pair of strikeouts here in the eighth. So Andrew Miller looked like, well, Andrew Miller... Of a year
0: ago. On to the top half of the ninth inning. Ball game still tied at five. Abraham Almonte would step to the plate with runners in scoring position. Now the
2: 2-1. Swung on line. Drive base hit to center field. Naquin will score easily from second. Abraham Almonte's put the Tribe on top six to five with an RBI single to center. So Abraham Almonte drills a single to center. Naquin scores from second. And the Indians have their first lead of the night, and it comes in the ninth inning. Six to five, Cleveland.
0: And then the Indians would tack on. First, Carlos Santana.
2: Here's the set in the pitch. Swung on line drive up the alley in right center. It's a gapper, and it'll go all the way to the wall. El Monte motoring around third, heading for home. Santana in with an RBI double. And the Indians now lead it
0: by a score of seven to five. And then it was Michael Brantley in the starting lineup on opening night, and he delivered in the ninth inning. The
2: payoff to Brantley. Swung on Bang toward first in the hole and into right. It's an RBI single for Michael Brantley. into to score is Santana. And the Indians have erupted for three runs here in the ninth inning. And Michael Brantley gets a sweet RBI single here in the ninth
0: after an incredible off-season of work just to get healthy again. And in the bottom of the ninth, Cody Allen on for the save. Eight to five Indians, two down in the Texas ninth. Runner at third, Allen with a two-strike count
2: on Gomez. Here's his pitch. Swing and a miss! Got him with a curveball! Ball game! Cody Allen strikes out the side. And the Cleveland Indians, who at one point trailed tonight, 5-1, 5-1, to one, come roaring back, take their first and only lead in the ninth when they
0: would erupt for three. And the Cleveland Indians have won the season opener. Then it was on to Tuesday night, Indians in Texas once again, and Carlos Santana in the leadoff spot would get things going early for the Indians.
2: Now the wind and 2-1 pitch. Santana sends a fly ball to deep right. Back goes Mazzara on the track at the wall. It is gone. A solo home run to right by Carlos Santana as he goes. Oppo on Martin Perez to start tonight's ball game. Santana, who had two doubles and an RBI last night, has his first home run in 2017
0: after he had a career-high 34 last year. In the bottom of the first inning, outfielder Brandon Geyer in right field on this night would show some leather and keep the Indians in front.
2: The set, the pitch, and a swing and a drive to right field. Racing back as Geyer dives, made the catch! Does a tumble near the track and hangs on. Oh, that ball was scalded the other way. By Carlos Gomez, and Geyer got a great break on it going back. And at the last moment, lunging out, made the catch,
0: tumbled and hung on. And Gomez gets robbed by Geyer. In the second, a new acquisition. Austin Jackson was in the lineup for the first time. And in his first at-bat, as a Cleveland Indian, he would come through.
2: Here is the 1-0 pitch now to Austin Jackson. Swung on, smashed up the middle, base hit into center field. That'll score Geyer from second base. Stopping at second base is Gomes. And Austin Jackson, in his first at bat as an Indian, rifles a two-out RBI single to center. And the Indians have a 2-0
0: lead here in the second. Next up, Carlos Santana continuing his hot start. Now the 3-1 pitch and Santana... Swings, bangs, one back
2: up the middle. It is into center field by the diving Andrews. Another base hit to score a run. Gomes scores from second. Jackson stops at second. And Santana, with a homer, a single, and two RBIs, has given the Indians a 3-0 lead as the Tribe has come through
0: with back-to-back, two out RBI singles back up the middle. And on the mound, with the Indians leading by a run at 3-2, to two, starter Carlos Carrasco was putting together a solid performance.
2: Carrasco's ready. Here comes the 1-2. Swing and a miss. Split change in the dirt. Gomes picks it up. Tags out Napoli. Seven strikeouts for Carrasco. Two down. Here comes Tito Francona. What a job by Carlos Carrasco. One mistake tonight. An incredible upper deck homer to right. By Joey Gallo, a two-run blast in the second,
0: but that was it. And he'll leave with a 3-2 lead. In the seventh, Michael Brantley would add a valuable insurance run. The next offering,
2: swung on Grumble, ground ball, base hit into left center. That is going to score Jackson from second. Stopping at second is Santana, and Michael Brantley at his best. Against a lefty, shooting one the other way on the ground through the left side of the infield into left center. He got another slider, and he stayed on it. And an RBI single by Michael Brantley gives the Indians
0: a 4-2 to lead. And certainly a theme in the first three games of the season over in Texas, good tribe defense. This time, Jose Ramirez in the eighth inning.
2: The pitch swung on a little flare to right field. Coming on, El Monte going out. Ramirez with a running, lunging grab as he reached out at the last moment. What a grab by the second baseman, Ramirez. Racing out into shallow right angling toward the foul line. And a running basket
0: catch with his back to home plate. Also in that eighth inning on the mound, Andrew Miller was at it again. Miller's pitch, slider and a beauty, strike one
2: call. Now the Indians can play some defense. That sometimes gets overlooked, too. You can't have dominant pitching without good defense. The pitch swung on another weak fly to left coming on. Brantley makes the catch. Miller made it look
0: easy. He had a little help from his friends. Wake out of the ninth with the Tribe leading the Rangers 4-2. to two. And in the ninth, it wasn't easy for Cody Allen, but after settling down, he would blow through the Texas lineup to finish things off.
2: Two balls, two strikes, two outs, tying run at second, four to three Indians. Cody Allen, pitch number 25 of the inning, forthcoming. Here it is. Swing and a miss! Ball game! Got him with a high fastball. After back to back doubles, Cody Allen strikes out the next three Rangers. And the Indians have won their first two games in 2017. They beat the Texas Rangers tonight by a final score of 4-3 to three as the Rangers would score a run in the ninth, get that tying
0: run to second with nobody out, and that runner would get no closer. So with two wins in the books, the Indians were looking for a series sweep on Wednesday night in Texas. And with the Tribe trailing 2-0 early, Jose Ramirez would tie things up with one swing. Runners in scoring position a year ago with two outs. Jose Ramirez hit 366, Trying to come through in that spot here. The pitch to him. Swung on, line drive, base hit right field. Santana scores. Being waved around is Lindor. The throw is cut off. Lindor scores. Hung up between first and second is Ramirez. Napoli chases him and tags him just before. He tried to slide in at second base. So he is retired but he knocks in the game-tying runs with a two-out, two-run single. Now, in the fifth inning, Francisco Lindor, Indian shortstop, made a rare mental and physical error that led to 3 runs scoring for the Texas Rangers by the time the inning was done, and that left the Tribe behind by a score of 5-3. to three. But Lindor would make amends quickly. Sixth inning, Lindor at the plate trying to get things close. The pitch
2: swung on hit high and deep to left and way out of here. Deep into the lower deck and left. Now well, Frankie Lindor gets one of those three runs back with a bomb to left his first home run of the campaign after Lindor went deep 15 times a year ago. And the Indians now trail it five to four.
0: Heading to the ninth, the Indians would load the bases for, guess who? Francisco Lindor with the biggest hit of the young season. Six to five
2: Texas Indians with the bases loaded, one out in the ninth, and the one one delivery. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back and gone. A grand slam down the right field line by Lindor. And the Indians have scored five in the ninth. And the Indians have climbed all over the Texas Rangers. How about that? What a meeting at home plate. And soon to be in the Indians' third base dugout. Francisco Lindor with a five RBI night. And a pair of home runs to put the Indians up. 9-6 to here in the ninth, and a standing boo for Sam Dyson as he slowly trudges toward that first-base dugout. The Indians have scored eight runs off their outstanding closer
0: in two games. And in the bottom half of the ninth inning, Brian Shaw was on for the save, finishing things off. Shaw's pitch swung on a one-hopper to short. Lindor gloves it, throws it. Ball game!
2: And for the first time since 1952, the Indians start the season with a three-game sweep over an opponent. They did it in 52 against the White Sox. They do it this week
0: against the Texas Rangers. So the Indians had a series sweep of the Texas Rangers with that 9-6 to win on Wednesday night. Thursday was an off day, and they were back in action on Friday night against a, an Arizona Diamondbacks team that certainly has a potent lineup, and they backed it up with some pretty good pitching on Friday night for a 7-3 win, handing the Indians their first loss of the season. Stay with us as we continue on Tribe Talk. We'll hear from Indian starting pitcher Corey Kluber after this timeout on the Indians radio network. Hey, Indians fans, Best Buy Tire
2: Pros are proud partners of the Cleveland Indians. You'll save every day. Now through April 30th, when you buy four eligible Bridgestone tires, you can get a $70 Visa prepaid card by mail. Bridgestone, trusted performance when you need it most. All tires and service are backed by Tire Pros nationwide warranty, including
1: complimentary roadside assistance coverage. Call the pros. Best Buy Tire Pros located in Cleveland or bestbuytirecleveland.com. Prepaid card is issued by the Bancorp Bank pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. and may be used everywhere Visa debit cards are accepted. The Bancorp Bank, member FDIC. Expiration applies. Dave, I know how much you love baseball. Did you ever want to play for the Cleveland Indians? As a young man, that was my dream. Only my passion now is helping injured people. At Elk & Elk, our injury lawyers have the talent and resources our injured clients need to get justice. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO or visit us at elkinelk.com. Elk & Elk, proud partner of the Cleveland Indians. Go try. Go Tribe! Try.
0: Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you from Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, where the Indians are playing the Diamondbacks this weekend. Their final two games coming up on this season-opening road trip, Saturday night at 8.10, Sunday afternoon at 4.10, and then it is back to Cleveland for the home opener on Tuesday afternoon at Progressive Field against the White Sox. The starting pitcher on opening day in Texas this past Monday was Corey Kluber, the Indians ace, making his third consecutive opening day start. That hasn't happened all that often in Cleveland Indians history. Kluber with a great year a season ago, 18 wins, third in the Cy Young Award voting, and then that tremendous postseason. A lot of innings under his belt, uh, up over 250 by the time it was all said and done, but Kluber was saying at the tail end of spring training that he feels great coming into a new season despite the heavy postseason workload. Yeah, definitely. I feel like
3: I'm in, you know, the same spot that I need to be in based on years past uh, when the season starts. So I think, you know, the, the few little adjustments that we made to scheduling-wise
0: worked out just fine. Was it maybe made more of because it started a little bit later in terms of actual Cactus League games than what it really was?
3: Yeah, definitely. Um you know, the spring training was longer with the WBC, so there was more games, um, which ended up being a good thing. You know, there was more time to kind of get in sim games early on, like we had talked about. And, you know, I think once I got into spring, you know, I still threw pretty close to the same amount of innings that I normally do.
0: And for you heading into this season... It's several years now, very consistent in terms of innings and, and what you've been able to accomplish. Does it get any easier preparing for a season just because you you now know what to expect?
3: I mean I think you have the experience of it and you know, you learn what works for you and what doesn't, but I think that each year kinda, you know, represents its own challenges, you know, whether something might feel better or something might not. But I think that you just kinda learn to to listen to your body and you know where you want to be when, when the season rolls around, so it's just a matter of trying to get there.
0: And when you look at, at this season, how quickly were you able to, to put last season behind you, and did you really want to, uh, because there were so many good things that happened in the month of October?
3: Yeah, I think we have to move past it. I think that you know this this season is a new year. Um, you know, as as fun as last as the postseason everything was last year, um, you know that's that's not gonna anything for us this year so I think you know we've done a good job of having the mindset that you know that, that there's no there's no carryover uh, we need to start fresh and you know every team's in the same boat right now.
0: Corey Kluber joining us and Corey you look at, at talking about trying to do things again in terms of success from a year ago a couple of adjustments a, a new first baseman DH and Edwin Encarnacion and Boone Logan joining the bullpen but. importance in your mind of, of making some additions instead of just trying to stay with with what was here a year ago
3: yeah i think it you know from from both the ownership and the front office it shows uh you know faith in what we're trying to do that that they were willing to like you said not just stand pat and you know maybe what we had last year was good enough and hope that we were you know healthy this year things like that but actually go out and, and make moves that that should
0: improve our ball club and did when the team got back together this spring, did it feel like no time had passed in, in the off season, and that it was business as usual for for what you guys like to do to get ready for a season as a team?
3: Yeah, I think uh, we did a really good job of, of coming in here from the get go and you know getting to work right away, not really you know resting on on what we did last year or anything like that, but but having a, a mindset of coming in every day and getting our work in and not um, you know taking that time off and realizing there's value in everything that we're doing here
0: excitement level for you pitching on opening day i I know you've done it in the past but because of everything that happened last october does it it change things at all in in your mind getting that opening day nod
3: no i don't think so i think opening day is always special it's uh you know it's obviously the beginning of of a new season it's almost for for baseball fans which you know we all are as players too uh it's almost like a holiday you know opening day uh but yeah i think it's always something that everybody looks forward to
0: and do you consider it an honor to
3: get that nod yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that, like I said, it's it's a special day, uh, you know, kickstarting a new year. Um, the the stuff leading up to the game is probably um, the only difference, but once, once things are going, it just kind of works its way into being a normal game.
0: All right, Corey, thanks so much for the time. Yeah, thank you. That's Indians pitcher Corey Kluber, and uh, obviously he sees a lot to like from this team heading into the season, and it's uh, started pretty well over this first week on the road for the Tribe. Stay with us when we come back. We'll hear from Indians outfielder Abraham Almonte had the game-winning base hit in the season opener on Monday night. And also Ty Van Berkley, oh, Indians hitting coach, will talk about what looks to be a very potent Tribe lineup. That's all coming your way shortly as we continue a Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians radio network.
4: To run a faster mile, you use a stopwatch.
0: To improve your dog's behavior, you use a trainer. Yeah. How do you improve your financial skills? Use the red key. KeyBank helps you master your financial skills, giving you a way to track your financial wellness. The better your score, the better you're doing. All the way to thriving. Take your next step to financial wellness. KeyBank. Use the red key. Remember FDIC, an official banking home of the Cleveland Indians.
2: Indians fans, City Tire Pros are proud partners of the Cleveland Indians. You'll save every day. Now through April 30th, when you buy four eligible Bridgestone tires, you can get a $70 Visa prepaid card by mail. Bridgestone, trusted performance when you need it most. All tires and service are backed by Tire Pros nationwide warranty including complimentary roadside
1: assistance coverage. Call the pros. City Tire Pros located in Macedonia and Zanesville or citytirepros.com. Prepaid card is issued by the Bancorp Bank pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. and may be used everywhere Visa debit cards are accepted. The Bancorp Bank, member FDIC, expiration applies. Bring your vision to life with your neighborhood Sherwin-Williams paint store. Sherwin-Williams offers over 1,500 paint colors and exceptional paints and stains to give your home a whole new look. From changing your front door color to remodeling a new home, your Sherwin-Williams paint store will provide you with expert advice to get the job done. To find your perfect color and the very best paint, ask Sherwin-Williams at one of your neighborhood area stores or visit SherwinWilliams.com today.
2: Folks, you better get ready. The future is bright for these Cleveland Indians. The kid, Frankie Lindor. There's not a better all-around shortstop in the game. Throw to the plate, out in time. And first slide. That'll score Kipnis. Swung out and belted. Away, back
1: The Tribe takes on the Tigers, April 14th through the 16th. With KeyBank Kids tickets available for just ten
0: dollars on Indians.com. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse along with you from Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona, where the Indians and Diamondbacks continue their series this weekend. Don't forget, if you want to catch us on Twitter, you can do so. At Indians Radio is our Twitter address. That's at Indians Radio. Always good to have you along there with questions and comments. We'll try and keep you up to date on schedules, guests on pregame shows, and guests on Tribe Talk as well right there at Indians Radio on Twitter. Abraham Almonte came up big in the opener on Monday night with a game-winning base hit in the ninth inning. He made this club out of spring training, perhaps due to the injury of Lonnie Chisenhall that opened the door for Almonte, but he certainly had a tremendous spring trying to bounce back from a disappointing 2016 season, suspended for the first half of the season due to violations of the uh, PED restrictions in Major League Baseball, and that that also cost him the opportunity to play for the Indians in postseason. Well, he went to work in the offseason with a vengeance to try and right a wrong and, and get back. To where he'd like to be in his major league career, and he makes an opening day roster and contributes on opening night. And he talked about what it meant to him being a part of things with the Indians on opening night.
5: It was it's really special, man. And, and every time that I had the chance to to wear a big league uniform and and, and play in a big league ballpark, as as big for me, it showed that the hard work. Hard work pay off and and give me a, a lot of energy to keep working hard and doing what I've been doing.
0: And when you look back at the last year, uh, what allowed you to, to get back to where you'd like to be? Because obviously you weren't able to play for half a season, and even the second half of the season, it was difficult to get going. But what did you do in the off season to really get yourself in, in a good frame of mind and, and get your body right too?
5: Yeah, and 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 the, in the two almost three months that I was off last year that I was not playing in a big league, I got a lot of time to think about it and, and trying to figure it out and get together who am I and, and what type of player I, I, I'm, I can be and what kind of tools I have. And and after I figure it out I just say, okay, I just got to prepare myself and give myself the best chance to, to be that guy and, and trying to help my team as much as I can.
0: And you mentioned that and you steal a base last night. And looking back at, at your pro career, you had four different seasons where you stole 30 or more bases. So it's in there. And is that what you're talking about, trying to figure out exactly the type of player you can be?
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was working this whole season really hard on my legs and trying to get my body in the best shape and then make sure I'm ready to take take that bat every time that my teams need it and, and it's there for me. and. And like you said earlier, yeah, I used to steal a lot of bags, and uh, and it's there. I just gotta, I just gotta feel comfortable, and and like I say, when my team need it, I'm gonna get it. I don't like to run just for run, but when when we feel like Abraham need to get it, be in second base or I need to be in third base, if if it's there, I'm gonna take it.
0: You look at the win last night, and a large comeback for the Indians to come out on top in the end. But it seems like that's what this team does, and even when it was five to one, still a good feeling in that dugout that, that good things could happen.
5: Yeah, man, uh, we we got a great group, man. The, the guys that we got in this clubhouse, they had a huge heart, and it's unbelievable how I don't know. Maybe from the outside, you guys say it's a big difference, but inside we don't we don't feel it that way because we. We see ourselves doing it through this situation most of the time, like day in, day out, and and it's it's like we trust and we think we can do it. In that situation and in harder situation, we we feel comfortable doing that. We execute pitch by pitch, and we know that it's going to be there for us.
0: Well, a, it was a great story last night, certainly, and uh, Abraham, good to see you back with the ball club. Thanks a lot for coming by. All right, thank you. A lot of good, thoughtful responses there from Abraham Almonte. And who knows what the week lies ahead for him in terms of a roster spot with Lonnie Chisenhall and Jason Kipnis on the way back. As Terry Francona had mentioned uh, with Tom Hamilton on the pregame show on Friday night. Some tough decisions coming for the Indians because uh, a lot of players have earned their way onto this roster and so too have Chisholm and Kipnis, so they'll have to make some tough calls this week as long as everything goes according to plan in terms of the rehabs of Lonnie Chisholm and Jason Kipnis. Now, regardless, the lineup looking awfully strong for the Indians and Tribe hitting coach Van Berkleo says uh, things are, are looking up for this lineup that was second in the American League and runs scored a year ago, and now you add... Edwin Encarnacion to the mix, and the return of Michael Brantley, and uh, things certainly look good offensively for the Tribe.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, having Brantley back
2: is just, that's that's a huge shot in the arm for us. You know, he's one of the best left-handed hitters in the game. So, um, you know, you always know you're going to get a good at-bat out of him. And then, um, you know, Encarnacion, he's been one of the most productive hitters over the last five years. So, you know, having him in the heart of the order really, uh, you know, really makes it a deep lineup. So yeah, I'm, I'm
1: definitely excited. I like our hitters. I like our team. I think, um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna be a good offensive club.
0: That's Indians hitting coach Ty Van Berkeley On a side note, on Van Berkel, he's been in this game a long time. This past opening night for him was his 37th opener in professional baseball in a variety of capacities be it as a player in both the minor leagues a little bit of time in the major leagues also in japan and now a long time as a major league hitting coach and certainly doing some nice work here with the cleveland indians stay tuned when we come back we'll be joined by carter hawkins tribe assistant general manager we'll continue with our minor league previews as a lot of those teams getting in action now over the first week of their seasons. That's coming up next as we continue with Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network.
1: Hey, Frankie, what you got there? It's an Italian hero from Subway. A lot of meat on that sandwich. Well, yeah, Mrs. G, it's got mortadella, spicy capicola. Capicola? Nice. Genoa salami, oil and vinegar. Is that Mediterranean oregano I smell? Yeah, Mr. Antonelli. What did I tell you? That thing is loaded. That's a nice sandwich. You did good, Frankie. Real good. Thanks, Sal. Thanks. Everybody, Subway has the authentic taste everyone loves. Introducing the Italian hero. It's our better Italian flavor for a better Subway. Limited time only. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. You feel an overwhelming sense of calm in three, two, one. Your home and auto insurance is bundled like a baby in a warm, buttered blanket. The money you save rains gently down upon you. In bills, not in coins. Because that would probably hurt... Worries drift away when you bundle home and auto insurance with
0: Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Welcome back to Tribe Talk. Jim Rosenhouse back with you for our final segment from Phoenix Chase Field where the Indians are playing the Diamondbacks this weekend. And we are joined now by Carter Hawkins, the Indians' assistant general manager, former farm director. So we lean on Carter for our season previews. For uh, this year in terms of the minor leagues, last week we covered Columbus at the AAA level. This week we'll take a look at the lower levels at single A, both Lake County and Lynchburg, as well as A Akron, the defending Eastern League champions. But as Carter says, as usual in the minor leagues, a whole lot happening in terms of roster spots, but maybe more familiar faces than normal at uh,
4: the A level because of where the system is currently. So Rubber obviously had a great year last year, won the Eastern League Championship. The crazy part is a lot of those guys that, that led that team last year are going to end up repeating uh, at the beginning of this year. If, if The good part about that is that our, our AAA club is remaining pretty consistent, which means that our Major League club is remaining pretty consistent. And it's that AAA, AA bottleneck, which is a great problem to have. It can be frustrating for players that... Uh, don't focus on what they can control, but our guys are really, really good at doing just that, focusing on improving, focusing on, on banging that door down in a positive way while still being a really good teammate. In that rotation, you have guys like Rob Kaminsky and Michael Peoples and Julian Merriweather, who all, by all rights should be in AAA this year, had some great seasons last year. Michael Peoples threw 165 innings, which is unheard of for a minor league pitcher because of the way he was able to put himself in a great position just physically to to take on that type of load. Rob Kaminsky has made huge strides, his velocity has ticked up, he's worked a lot on his mobility, has allowed his delivery to get into a much better place and he's showing some of the stuff that allowed him to be a first round pick with the Cardinals a few years back and Julian Merriweather has really elite starter stuff, has a change up, that has a just extreme separation from a velocity standpoint from his fastball which he can run up in the mid to high 90s and just those two pitches alone actually could allow him to, to have some success at the, the very highest level. So for him just to continue to work on refining that and, and being consistent with that in AA will be really important. But it's extremely exciting to have those guys right behind uh, that AAA staff. You know, The thing that we're excited about the AAA staff is they can plug into the Major League staff and not miss a beat. We're excited about the A staff and that they can plug right into our AAA staff and not miss a beat.
0: Relievers-wise at Akron, Mitch Brown uh, slated to start out of the bullpen, uh, I know a former top-level draft choice. Uh, why the decision to have him start working out of the pen now? What's going on there? So
4: Mitch, from a delivery standpoint, from a stuff standpoint, absolutely could, could be in a starting rotation. We felt like from a consistency standpoint, from a mindset standpoint, that putting him, him in a uh, relief role, allowing him to focus on one inning, just kind of letting it eat, Attacking hitters, that it was going to match his mindset a little bit more uh, than potentially that that starting role would. So um, he has stuff to miss bats at, at an upper level, and, and we're really excited about this transition to, to see how it affects him. You know, you see sometimes guys that move from that starting role into a, a relief role, and they just thrive and they just jump. And then we think Mitch can be one of those guys. And there's not many harder workers in our system, and, and it's exciting to see some of that work come to fruition
0: on the position player front some outstanding prospects let's start behind the dish Francisco Mejia left a great impression in major league camp what does he do now at the double-a level as a at a demanding position uh to really continue his progress
4: yeah so in major league camp uh, you're obviously always having eyes on you you know that Terry Francona is watching you know that Chris Antonetti or Mike Chernoff is watching that uh just environment can create some focus for a player, and, and, and Mejia absolutely responded well to it. The challenge now is going to be now that he's out of that environment, now that he is in AA, now that the eyes aren't all on him every single day, his ability to stay consistent and stay focused over the course of a year is, is really going to dictate his ability to be that major league option for us. Um, we absolutely think he has that possibility, that potential, and, and are really excited about um, just the strides that he's made in that area over the course of the last two years. I mean, he's 21 years old. He's trying to lead a pitching staff. He's continuing to learn his English. You know, there's, there's just a lot of things that he is having to, to speed up within his development process because his tools are so far ahead. His ability to throw the ball, his ability, ability to swing the bat. There's just things that he does that, that are well above his age. And um, he's starting to catch up on the other side, the, the softer skills. Um, and it's been really exciting to see. And, and we're just uh, ecstatic about the progress he's been able to make.
0: Let's flip down to Lynchburg at the single A level, high single A in the Carolina League, and in that rotation, you have a 19-year-old Tristan McKenzie. This is a that's a young pitcher for the Carolina League. Uh, what's he done to to really make some nice progress early on in his career?
4: Tristan's a competitor. You know, he he wants to win. He wants to compete. He wants to beat the hitter. He doesn't care who it is. He doesn't care how old he is or how old the hitter is. You know, he'll be facing some 26-, some 27-year-old guys uh, in Lynchburg, and I don't think he's going to care that uh, those guys were eight years old when he was born. Um, he has outstanding stuff. He's got great angle to his fastball. He's got a good feel for his breaking ball. He's got a good feel for his changeup. He knows what he's doing out there. He's, he's a mature pitcher despite the young age. Um, I think for him it's, it's going to be great for him to have this challenge of, of being in a smaller league where people are kind of going to understand what he's trying to do to them. For him to be able to make those adjustments and continue to to evolve as a pitcher and as an athlete um, and as a person, it'll be really, really good. And we think he can handle it and uh, one of the more exciting arms in our system for sure.
0: And position player wise, a young man we saw quite a bit of in major league games this spring, Connor Maribel, an outfielder. And uh, what have you seen from him as he continues to develop?
4: Connor's a really interesting story. His first year in Mahoning Valley, right out of the draft. Um, was not very good you know just on paper he just was not very good he he didn't walk very much Um, he had a lot of weak contact Uh, he played good defense he worked his tail off but he just the production didn't really happen and he worked his tail off over the course of the offseason to change his swing to change his approach Um, and last year in Lake County was just tearing the cover off the ball playing great defense because he had changed that approach he, he was taking walks, he was swinging to his pitch, he was driving balls to the entire ballpark. Um, it was just really, really fun to see that type of progress. He took that into Lynchburg, continued to have a good year there, um, and we are you know ecstatic to have a guy like that. Because when you see a player make those types of strides and you start to kind of extrapolate to where he potentially could be in a couple of years, um, if that learning curve keeps that same slope, uh, it's pretty fun to think about. So uh, definitely another staff favorite for us and, and somebody that we want to keep a close eye on
0: that's indians assistant general manager carter hawkins and that's going to do it for this week's edition of tribe talk we'll join you next week from back home finally back home at progressive field in cleveland it'll be great to return after a two-week stint or a two-month stint should say uh, out west here is it was in goodyear arizona for spring training then this season opening road trip it will be great to be back at progressive field next week So until then, this is Jim Rosenhouse reminding you that you've been listening to Tribe Talk on the Cleveland Clinic Indians Radio Network.